Shut up. Sit down. Strap in. You don't need your mama's permission. Hang on. This is the Battle Podcast. What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, John Durr. And I'm Ray Ray all day. What's going on, Ray, man? Oh, man. You know what? I'm not even going to say it this time. You're not even going to say what? COVID-19. Man, I'm tired of COVID-19. I know. I'm done with it. You know what? Because we got to get back going. Yeah. You know, at this point in time, we just got to move on. You know what I mean? We do. You know, you can't just sit there and just ponder over it and ponder and worry and worry and fear and worry and fear because, you know what? We got Christ, man. We're not supposed to fear. That's right, man. Not... You know, it's funny you say that tonight because I, uh, I'm going to be straight with you this this week, Ray. I, I had a really tough day yesterday. Mm. Had a really tough day yesterday, and I'm. I just want to be totally transparent for our listeners because I think this is important for us to keep it real, right? Yeah. And I think the best way to keep it real is the key to transformation is through transparency, yeah. and that's being real about who you are and the things that you go through. So. If you don't mind this episode, I really want to talk about a situation I just went through here recently, which was a day ago, and uh, kind of how I, I navigated my way through that mm-hmm. because it was a really, I was in the battle yeah. big time. Let's hear it, man. Well, the first thing I want to start off with tonight is, 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 is this. You know what I really hate, man? Mm. I hate cowards. Yeah. You know what I hate more than a coward? No. Before you get in there, before you get in there, let's kind of define coward and what you mean by that. Because well, I'm going to go there after I, after I get this next part. Okay, because we're not just because talking about people who run away. No, and, I'm not talking. No, and, I'm not talking about that. Yeah, you know what I hate more than cowards? What's that? I hate when I see the coward rise up in me. Mm. Mm. That's yep. what I hate more than more than a coward. Mm. Other cow, seen cowardice in other men. That's always been like a a sticking point with me. It just drives me nuts. But what makes it even worse is when you're looking at yourself and you're realizing that that cowardice mentality is rising up within yourself. Yeah. And like I said, uh, the other day I was, I was in it. I was in the midst of a battle. I was up to my eyeballs in in manure. And I'm sure that some of the guys here can relate because especially if your fathers and your husbands, um, sometimes, you know, when you're dealing with your children or your wife, it's like you get to a place where you feel like there's a lack of respect. Right. And uh, I had a situation <clears throat> with my daughter and uh, we'd had a conversation about her schoolwork mm-hmm. and come to find out, you know, with this COVID-19, you know, right. the kids, are, as you know, they're out of school. They're not going to school. They're doing online classes and virtual school and all those things. Well, what I've noticed that has become a regular in my house is my kids think it's summer vacation. Right. And so their mentality now is turned from, uh, you know, doing schoolwork or being in school to basically I'm on summer vacay and I'll do it when I get to it, you know, mentality. Um, so I start seeing my daughter, you know, she's staying up late. I call from work. Where's my, where's, where's my daughter? She's in bed. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. Right. Doesn't she have virtual school and, and, you know, uh, you know, online classes or whatever it may be. Responsibilities. Responsibilities that you got to do. So long story short with her, basically, you know, she was going to bed late, getting up late, getting online to do her classes late. 
And then I found out that there was one class in particular that we'd already been, had a conversation about that, that she wasn't doing because she doesn't like it. Doesn't like the class. Right. And, and I just told her, and I'll just be straight with you because we're going to keep it real here. I told her tough shit. Yeah. I don't care whether you like the class or not. It's what you got to do. You, you know, you, you got to do this to pass the class. It's your job. Do it. Yep. I don't want to hear excuses. I don't want to hear all the reasons why it's unfair. I mean, I don't want to hear all that. Right. Just do it. Well, come to find out she hasn't been doing that class again. And then she slipped up with, well, they're saying that they're going to extend it in the summer. And I'm like, time out. You're, you're not waiting to the summer to finish this class because now you've already given yourself an out. Right. Instead of doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're doing what you want to be doing. And you're not uh, doing your schoolwork and you think you've got this plan B going on. You know, mm -hmm. so we had a camp, a straight up conversation. I said, look, do you want me to treat you like a young lady and an adult? Or do you want me to treat you like a little girl? And she said, I want you to treat me like a girl. Okay. I said, fine. Get your ass out of bed, do your schoolwork, do the things that you're supposed to do. And then later on, do what you want to do. Right. That's simple. So I go down to the garage and I'm sure some of these guys can relate to this. This is real life stuff here. This is stuff that we go through as men, right? Yep. And I'm going to preface it by saying I didn't exactly walk it out right in the beginning. Good thing that, you know, I got smacked around a little bit internally and, and worked it out again. But so I go down to the garage, my wife's out there getting a drink. And I said, look, and I don't pull any punches. My wife, I'm straight with her. We just have that type of relationship. I said, look, bottom line is, is I said, I know you're not into asking questions about their school. It's just not your thing. Okay. I said, so I have told both of these kids that from here on out, they got to talk to me when it comes to their school, because you're just not involved. You got other things going on. It's not your strong point. And it's not fair for me to expect you to do that because it's just not your thing. I said, but in the flip side of it, I need you to support me because this is what I just told your daughter. Right. So I go to work the next day. I call up the house at 12. 55. Talking to my daughter. What are you doing? Well, I'm, I'm doing, just started doing uh, schoolwork. Just started. I said, you just started doing schoolwork. It's one o'clock in the afternoon. What the hell have you been doing? Well, I just, I just got up a, a couple hours ago. I'm like, what, 11 o'clock? Well, I got up around 1130. I'm like, so what time did you go to bed last night? About 1.30 in the morning. Oh, so you don't have to listen to me. Mm. So did we just not have this conversation where I told you to go to bed earlier, get up earlier, do your schoolwork? I said, all right, we're going to talk more about this when I get home. So I pick up the phone. I call my wife because I already know my wife wasn't in bed last night. Right. So I know who was with her. Mm -hmm. So now I call my wife. I'm like, hey. Let me ask you a question. It's like, yeah, I go, were you up with Grace last night? And silence, you know, mm. anybody ever experienced that? Oh yeah. Silence. And I go, what were you guys doing? Oh, we were watching some show. And I'm like, did I not explain myself very well in the garage when we had the conversation about her going to bed earlier, getting up? doing her schoolwork and all this other stuff. She's like, no, you did. I'm like, so why are you up till one 30 in the morning watching a TV program with our daughter? 
after I told you that she needs to be going to bed early? And then why is she sleeping into 1130 and not starting her schoolwork at one o'clock? I don't know. I'm like, so now I'm really pissed. Right. Right. And and then, you know, this is where the coward comes out. This, This is what I'm leading up to. Right. Because now I'm at that place where I'm like, well, screw it. Obviously, you guys don't feel like you got to listen to me. So you don't respect me. Has it ever felt familiar to anybody? I mean, you ever felt like you're in a situation with your spouse or your kids? It was kind of funny hearing you come from a, a married perspective. Now, I could expect that in a blended family situation. I mean, I've been through that myself. But to hear a married family with joint kids yeah. of their own having that problem is very interesting. Yeah. And so... You know, my first response, and I'm going to be straight with you, and it's not the right response, and you know, and I'll get there, but my first response is like, screw it. You know, you guys obviously don't give a shit about what I have to say. You know, I've told you, I had this conversation with you. We, I thought we agreed on this thing. And now, not only is she not doing what she's supposed to be doing, you're doing it with her. So I got, I, you know. I got pissed off. And so the first thing I said, I says, well, maybe you three don't need me to be at the house. Maybe I ought to come home right now. And this is where the coward comes up. Maybe I ought to come home right now. Just pack my shit and leave. Yep. You start asking yourself, why even bother? Right. And so now I'm, I'm, I'm driving home and I'm chewing on this thing the whole time. You know, oh, they don't respect me. I'm tired of this crap. Why am I putting up with this? They don't listen. They obviously don't, they don't care what I have to say. Why do I try so hard? You know, I do this, I do that, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm just going to, you know what? Screw it. I'm done with this, you know? I'm out. I'm out. Been there, done that. You know, and you're you're ready to just say, all right, you guys want it, you can have it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I go home, walk in the house. I don't say two words to anybody. I go right into the bathroom, get, jump in the hot tub to kind of cool down and get myself relaxed. I know some of you dudes out there are going to be like, oh, he's in there taking tubbies. Well, well, Bubble yeah, bag. this fat guy takes a bath Bubble and bag. he takes a few tubbies once in a while, you know, <laughs> keep this skin on, you know, on the red, you know? but, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with little suds and duds. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you got a ducky, man. You got a ducky? <laughs> no, 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 no rubber ducky. No, but, um, man. But, you know, so I'm in there and I'm chilling and my wife comes in and, and she's got this look on her face. And I guess I could see the hurt and the, and the fear in her face. And she, you know, she apologizes to me and she tells me, you know, I'm sorry that I did that. And, and this is that. And we had a really strong, candid conversation. And I thought to myself, man, I don't want to hurt my wife. Right. You know, I'm not trying to hurt her. But I'm, I'm asking her to help me, you know? Right. And a lot of times, I know as men, and I can't speak for all men, but sometimes you feel like you get all the pressure on. You got the job, you come home, and you're trying to do the things with the kids, and you're trying to get the finances, and, and you're trying so hard to provide this life. And then you ask in your mind for stuff that's just so little. It just doesn't get happen. And then you feel, as a man, you feel disrespected. Right. Well, you kind of put yourself out when you're asking for help, you're literally asking your, your spouse to help me with this. Right. But you know, the way that I walked it out was shitty. I mean, yeah. I'm just going to, I mean, it was like a spoiled child. It was like, I was like a coward because cowards leave cowards run. Right. right. 
So the first response is, I'm packing my shit. I'm leaving. I'm done. Right. You know? Really? I mean, I'm looking at my wife while I'm in the bathroom and thinking, are you really going to walk out the door and walk out on your wife for 22, 23 years? You're going to walk out on your 17-year-old and your 19, soon-to-be 20-year-old son? Is that really, John? Is that really what you're going to do? And it's like, no, you ain't doing that, you know? And when I started thinking about this, guys, there are guys that do. Yeah, they do. There are guys that take that drive home, they come in, they pack their shit, and they leave. Right. And they don't come back. They check out. Yeah. They quit. Cowards quit. Amen. Men stay, cowards run. Yep. And I hate a damn coward. And I'm sitting there looking at myself thinking, boy, man, you are you're teetering. And I know better. Right. You know, I know better, but but it just shows how real this battle that we face is in our lives, man. It's like, I'm ready. I'm like, screw it. I'm done with this shit. Blah, 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 blah. You know, and I'm like, you're going to walk out in 22, 23 years. Right. You know, you're looking at your wife and you look in her face and you know that you're, she's hurt and she's, you know, scared and, and question what's going on. And then I, t- you know, I talked to her and I said, look, this is when, you know, the man has to rise up and the boy has to take his ass to the back seat. Yeah. I looked at my wife. I said, you got to understand something. Everything I do here is because I love you and I love our kids. I said, you know, you think I get on to my daughter about school and my son about school just because I want to? Right. So no, because I want the very best for them to put up. I want them to be productive. I want them to be, have the initiative to do the things that they're supposed to be doing without somebody constantly kicking them in the ass. Those people get fired. Yeah. They lose their jobs because they don't, people don't want to have to babysit people. They right. want people to do what they're supposed to do when they're supposed to do it. I said, the other thing too, is I said, you know, when it comes to the stuff around this house, you know? I'm like, I have them do the things around here because I love you. Right. You know, it's not because I'm trying to be difficult. Right. You're not trying to be a prick. You're trying to get them to stand up on their own two feet. Yeah. And and help my wife. Right. So we talked it out, you know, and, and you know, we, I told her I love her and she, you know, we, because I do. I mean, I, I looked at her before, you know, as, as I'm getting up out of the tubby, you know, little sudsies and dudsies, you know. Ooh, scary. I mean, I. I mean, I blessed her with a full Monty. You know? Oh, good <laughs> night. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I love you this much, baby. Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't have subjected to that. That's not even fair. <laughs> I bet there's a dramatic water decrease. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like being at SeaWorld. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, the pox have been closed. I figured, hey, honey, you know, it's the least I can do. You know? I know you miss Shamu, so here you go. <laughs> it's a wave machine. Yeah, the wave machine. Yeah, she's in a splash zone. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I looked at her and I said, you know, I know I say a lot. I get aggravated. Quite honestly, I talk a lot of shit. But I said, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm not going anywhere because I, because I still love you. Right. I'm still in love with you. Mm-hmm. And as mad as I might get and the things I might say, 
at times because I can be overly aggressive and I can be a little intense. I said, you know, I still love you. I'm not going. Right. Because I, I believe cowards run and men stay. That's what, that's, that's what I, that's what I believe. And, you know, I thought to myself, well, how do I take this negative that has happened and turn it into a positive, right? right. I obviously had to reinforce my wife in that moment and mm-hmm. let her know, hey, I still love you. You're important to me. You know, I'm not going anywhere. I got pissed off or whatever. So I walk out. I look at my two kids and I said, I want you to grab yourself a piece of paper and a pen and meet me upstairs in the man cave. So we went up there. I sat down. I said, I want you to write this down. I want you to write it down so nobody's no misconception. There's no misunderstanding. So we have a full understanding of what the expectation is here. I said, number one, I expect your rooms to be clean. Write it down. They wrote it down. I said, number two, your bathrooms, I want them deep cleaned every two weeks. Write it down. I said, Sean, you. I said, your job around here is to take out the trash. Yes. I said, okay. I said, I don't want to have to tell you to take out the trash. It's your job. It needs to be done before I walk in the door. Period. Are we clear on that? That's all the trash in this house. Yes. Okay. Grace, your job, you are to do the, di- the dishes in, a, in the dining room. Clean off the counters. I said, write it down. She writes it down. I said, I want it done before I walk in the door. Okay. I said, the other thing is school. Your schoolwork is to be done. Now, this isn't in any specific order. These are the things I expect. Your schoolwork is to be done before I walk in the door. Write it down. So they both wrote it down. So I looked at both of them. I said, let me ask you a question. Is that a lot of things? I said, let me back up. The other thing is you're to do whatever else your mother needs you to do. Okay. So is that a lot of things to ask? A lot of things to do? No. Okay. So let me ask you this question. How often when you ask me for something and you really want something, do I tell you no? They both looked at me and they said, not very often. I said, then why do you keep telling me no? Right. Why do you keep telling me no? You got four or five things in this list that I ask you to do on a daily basis. That's it. Now, you both just said it ain't a lot. Right? No, you're right, dude. It's not a lot, okay? Why can't you get it done? I said, you live in a nice house. You wear nice clothes. You got food in your stomach. You both got cars in the driveway. You guys get well taken care of. You're loved. You're provided for everything. I said, I ask you to do five things in this house. Why do you keep telling me no? I said, I looked at my son and my daughter and I said, why do you think I tell you that you need to do the dishes and wipe down the counters? I don't know. I said, because I don't want my wife doing the dishes and wiping down the counters. Right. I said, do you understand what I'm saying to you? I don't want my wife doing it. And I said, if you got a problem with that, tough shit. This ain't a democracy. This is a dictatorship. We make the rules. Sean, why do you think you take out the garbage? Because it's my responsibility. Yeah. And plus, I don't want your mom taking out the garbage. Period. I don't want my wife taking out the garbage and cleaning the kitchen. 
She works a full-time job and I don't want her doing it. Right. You guys got a problem with that? Come see me. Is everybody clear on the expectation here? Yeah, I go, good. I don't want to talk about this anymore. The division that you're causing between me and your mom is going to stop right now. We're not going to fight about this anymore. I said, so don't even look over there at her because I'm telling you as her husband and your father, this is the way it's going to be. We ain't taking votes in this house. Okay? I said, so we, then they said a little, you know, they come back with their little, well, you know, we do do it, but, you know, we, I want it done when it's supposed to be done. Without being told. Right. And, and then they were like, well, why do we got to get up in the morning? I said, well, let me ask you this question. Do you think that you're going to sleep into 11 o'clock and go to a job? You're just going to show up when you feel like it? Not like going to You need to make sure you're ready to get up in the morning and go to do, take care of your business. You're being taught right now to be lazy. Staying up all night, sleeping in all damn day, getting to your schoolwork when you feel like it, not doing your chores so you feel like it. No, that ain't the way this thing's going to work around here. You know, there's the certain things. That's this is your job. Do your job. Right. You know, I got to do mine. Your mom's got to do hers. And the whole point of this conversation, Ray, is this. We all struggle with these things. Oh, yeah. You know, and the difference, though, is, is that the difference between being a coward and a man, quite honestly, is are you going to stay and fight the fight or are you going to cower and run? Yeah. Because a lot of dudes don't want to deal with it. I mean, there's a lot of guys that pull up to the driveway and the first thing that comes out of their mouth is like, oh, shit. I got to deal with I got to go now. in and deal with this. I got to go deal with the kids. I got to go deal with the wife, you know? And it, Or they don't even come home at all. They go to their buddies' houses or they go to the bar or they go do other things, you know? And they don't, they, they are totally disconnected, don't want to deal with it. And to me, I'm just going to put it out there. If that's the type of guy that you are, you're a coward. Yeah. You need a man up. And, you know, I'm saying that because I saw that coward rising up in me. Somebody who knows better. I know way better. I've been involved mm-hmm. in men's ministry for 12 years. Yeah, but real life gets it. Yeah. I've been, I've been a Christian since I was 23 years old. Mm-hmm. I know the word of God. You know what I'm saying? I know all mm-hmm. these things. I know what's expected of me, what kind of husband I'm supposed to be, what kind of father I'm supposed to be. And yet. I'm staring down the barrel of a loaded gun, just like everybody else. And what am I going to do? What decision am I going to make? Am I going to fight my family or am I going to fight for my family? Right. Like that story with you and your wife, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And the whole point of this is, is that, you know, I brought everybody back together to help everybody to understand why we're going to do it the way we're going to do it. Right. You know, not because I said so, but here are the legitimate reasons why. Yeah. Well, and at the end of the day, too, I mean, it doesn't need it doesn't it doesn't need to be anything more than, than the fact that it's because I said so. Because when you live in somebody's house and they're providing for you, if they tell you to do the dishes, you should do it. Right. If I go to work and my boss tells me to do a job, he doesn't sit me down and say, "Hey, John, you know, I really want you to do this because of this, 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 and this." No, he says, "Look, this is the objective. This is a goal. This is what we're trying to achieve." You need to go and make this happen. I need you to do this. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and you just do it. Can I ask a question? Sure. Uh, John, and and I'm just going to ask the question that every every man is probably thinking right now and is probably the elephant in the room. But how do you deal, 
not the coward side, but the man side, how do you deal with the disrespect issue? That's really at the end of the day, what it boils down to is you feel disrespected. And that's probably the worst thing a man can feel. And you're either going to run towards it and embrace it and deal with it. Are you going to run from it? Yeah. I mean, and that's, I guess that's where the conundrum comes in first, because you're sitting there and you're thinking, how am I going to deal with this? And I think it's weighing what's important. I mean, do I love my wife? Absolutely. I love my wife. Do I love my kids? Absolutely. But you know what? You got to bring them to get goes back to what we said in our last episode where people don't want to talk to the people that are involved. They want to talk. See, if I come in here and we just talk about it, just the, just the fellas, but I don't address it at the house. What the hell good is that? I mean, what, what's the point? You know, nothing gets resolved. So I got the whole point is, is, is bringing them together and saying, you know, the man has to rise up in you and say, I got to deal with this. Like you said, push that coward to the back. Yeah. Put his, put his ass in the back seat because he is telling you to run. Right. He's telling you to shrink. He's telling you to quit. He's telling you that you, sh- you don't deserve this. You, you shouldn't have to put up with this. And you're, you're starting to bite into it. I mean, I'm, dude, I'm chewing on this sandwich all the way home. Dude. Right. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm asking for seconds. Yeah. Is there any pudding on the side? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You know what I mean? One of them double puddings. You double know, it's pudding. got the, the whipped cream. And no it. sugar free. My, my mom used to make it with that homemade whipped cream. <laughs> I'm going on a side tangent here. But <laughs> Jello brand. <laughs> Jell-O. Uh-huh. You dang skippy. You know what I'm saying? They always put them in those containers that are real small. Though. I always had Yeti two or three of them. <laughs> you lick the wrapper, man. I let my brother lick the lid because I had him steal them. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I used to tell him, hey, if you uh, if you tell mom, you you had some too. You know? That's it, exactly. That That's right. But, but at the end of the day, it's like you have to make that decision. Am I going to be a coward in this situation or am I going to be a man? And being a man is uncomfortable. Right. And being a man sometimes... Going off of our last episode, it's painful and you've got to address and you go back to the term you used with the elephant in the room, Fritz, you got to address the elephant in the room, which is you, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and, and I had to start, you know, think about that the whole way home. I'm justified. I'm just lying myself right through oh, this yeah. thing. You know I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm rowing this boat all the way in. I'm, I'm going to show them. Yep. I'm done. I'm up. Just wait till I get there. And then you get in there. And the more you think, the matter you get. Yep. yep. And you just, it's poison. It starts from starts from the ear and it goes all the way to the heart. Yeah, exactly. You know, and now, the coolest thing that, you know, from this whole story, uh, some of the guys out there are going to be like, yeah, he laid down the law and he did this and he did that and he did this and he did that. That that wasn't the real man part. No, the real man part was looking inside yourself and identifying that coward that was coming out. You know, that was the actual hard part. Telling your kids what to do and telling your wife what needs to happen, telling your kids what needs to happen. That's not that's not being a man. The real being a man part there was realizing your faults, what you did wrong. There were other things that were wrong that weren't that weren't yeah, walked out right. Absolutely. But, but that didn't justify your reactions and being able to look within yourself and identify that that is truly being a man. Well, the other part of it too is. And this is what I thought about it. What I feel about when I was laying down the law, so to speak, guys could look at it from that perspective. But what I was really doing is I was fighting for my wife. Right. Exactly. I was letting my children know that she comes first. Yep. That you do these things because I deem them necessary for you to do them because I don't want my wife to. Right. And why don't I want my wife doing them? Because I don't want my wife tired. I don't want my wife strung out. I don't want my wife stressed out. I won't want my wife who's worked all day to come home to a messy house. 
and have to worry about cleaning it. Right. I don't want her to have to go in to try to put something in a trash can that's overflowing with garbage. To me, that's disrespectful to the woman that has been put under my my provision. You know, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to take care of her. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's difficult, and I don't do a very good job of explaining that in a way so my wife can understand. I'm fighting this fight for you. You know, I I'm doing this because I love you. You know, I don't I love our kids, but you know, they got a great life. Right. You know, these things that we're asking are not a lot. And the, the other part of it is, is when you're sitting down with your kids in that situation, you're letting them know. This is what it is. This is a line that's been drawn in the sand. This is what it's going to be. Yeah. You know? The boundaries. Sometimes mama can have those premature claws come out when it comes to the youngins. Yeah. But I think a real man wins over the respect of the wife. Yeah. Well, you have to. Yeah. Especially when you know you're, you're, when you make it clear that you're fighting for her heart. Like, look, I'm here because I love you. I'm fighting this fight for you. You think I'm fine. This has nothing to do with me being mad at you. It's about me being mad because you won't come alongside me to help me fight for you. Right. You know, we shouldn't have to be stressed about the kids' school. That's their responsibility. We should just be able to say, make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. They should do it. You shouldn't have to go behind these kids to tell them what they need to do. You shouldn't have to go in and wake them up in the morning. They're 17 and 19. They're, they're, they're young adults. They're not little children anymore. Mm-hmm. I told my son, I said, you're a man. You're 19 years old. You are not a boy anymore. The days of you being a boy are over. I'm going to talk to you like a man. I'm going to treat you like a man. And I'm going to expect things out of you like a man. I look at my daughter. You want to be an adult? You want to be treated like an adult? Act like one. You're acting like a child. Mm-hmm. Do what you're supposed to do. You know, and, you know, that's not perfect, but nothing ever is. I mean, mm-hmm. families and situations are messy. It's exactly. just what they do. And they'll never be perfect. But, you know, this is just a prime example that it doesn't matter who you are. All guys out there are going through this stuff. We're, we're, we're going through the same thing. Like you said, you know, all the struggles may come at a different, um, you know, facade, but they're all the same struggles. We all go through this all the time. And I just wanted to make sure that the guys out there, I know you guys got a lot of issues going on out there. And hopefully this hit home with you. Feel free to reach out to us, man. Give us a you know, give us a shout. Hit us up on Facebook, the Battle Podcast. Hit us up on our email, the Battle Podcast at gmail.com. Ask us questions, man. How did we do with that? You know, how do we deal with it? What do we where do we get our you know wisdom from? It's you know, it's it's experiences. If you got something that you need, we'll do our best to help you out. We're not marriage counselors, we're not ordained, we're not any of that stuff. We're just a couple of dudes who've been through it. And are trying to help other dudes out. That's all it is. But we do know people that can help too. So if you really need some help, hit us up, man. We'll try to get you in the right direction. We'll try to we'll try to guide you that way. You know, and I just want to close on this, Ray. Like I said in the beginning, I hate a coward. But the one thing I hate worse than a coward is when I see the coward in me. Mm. Guys, there are some things in life that are worth fighting for. Your wife, she's worth fighting for. Your children, they are worth fighting for. Your relationships, they are worth fighting for. You want a great marriage? Fight for it. Mm -hmm. You want to raise good kids? Fight for it. Don't be a quitter. Don't be a coward. Cowards run. Men stay. And that, my friends, well, that's where the rubber meets the road. Mm -hmm.